Hello again, and welcome back to Daily Devotions with North Clay Baptist Church. Today, we are reading in the book of Jeremiah as we continue in our one-year Bible reading plan, and we're looking at chapters 45 through 48. In chapter 45, Jeremiah delivers a message to uh, Barak from Yahweh. We were introduced to Barak back in chapter 36, and he was the one who wrote down the prophecy at the dictation of Jeremiah. Now, uh, Barak was discouraged because of the circumstances he was in, uh, namely being part of a nation that was under judgment. So he began to grumble and complain. And as Matthew Henry states in his commentary, quote, these complaints and fears came from his corruptions. Uh, Barak had raised his expectations too high in this world, and that made the distress and trouble he was in harder to be borne, end quote. We see that when we focus on the things of this world, our faith, our hope, and our trust can be shaken because the object of our focus can be shaken. But when we focus on Christ and place all of our hope, faith, and trust in Him, we find that we cannot be shaken because the object of our faith cannot be shaken. In chapter 46, we see the prophecy concerning the judgment and overthrow of Egypt at the hand of Nebuchadnezzar. We read in verse 24, The daughter of Egypt shall be put to shame. She shall be delivered into the hand of a people from the north. And towards the end of the chapter, we see a message of comfort for the Jews in Egypt. We see that though God is bringing his judgment upon the nation, that he would be with them. We read in verse 28, Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, declares Yahweh, for I am with you. I will make a full end of all the nations to which I have driven you, but of you I will not make a full end. I will discipline you in just measure, and I will by no means leave you unpunished. This is a beautiful reminder that though God does discipline his people, he does not make a full end of them. Because of Christ's work on the cross, as well as his ongoing work of intercession, we can live in peace knowing that while in heaven he stands, no tongue may bid us thence depart. Then in chapter 47, we read of the prophecy concerning the judgment of the Philistines. The Philistines were a constant enemy during Israel's history. And though Israel experienced victory in certain circumstances, they, never, uh, they seemed to never be completely subdued. However, in this prophecy, we see that the day is coming to destroy all the Philistines, to cut off from Tyre and Sidon every helper that remains. For Yahweh is destroying the Philistines, the remnant of the coastland of Kaftor. We know that we will not be delivered from the presence of sin until our glorification. And so in the same way that Israel was constantly contending with the Philistines, we too will be constantly contending with sin. But in the same way, that a day is coming when God would put an end to the Philistines. There is a day coming when God will finally put an end to sin. So as we witness all manner of evil in our day, we should take heart because there will be a day when sin will finally be put away and we will see it no more. And then in chapter 48, we see the prophecy of judgment against Moab. We see an interesting thing towards the end of the chapter in the final verse, which reads, Yet I will restore the fortunes of Moab, in the latter days, declares Yahweh. We should remember that the Moabites were a people that descended from the incestuous relationship between Lot and his daughters. Thus, they were an unclean people that were not in covenant with God. So, this promise seems somewhat out of place. Why would God restore Moab? 
And I appreciate what Matthew Henry says in his commentary on this point. He says, quote, even with Moabites, God will not contend forever, nor be always wroth. The Jews refer it to the days of the Messiah. Then the captives of the Gentiles under the yoke of sin and Satan shall be brought back by divine grace, which shall make them free indeed, end quote. It is the grace of God in the gospel that restores sinners to right fellowship with him. Sinners such as the Moabites, sinners such as you and I. It is by grace through faith that we who were once alienated from God are brought near. It is through the person and work of Jesus Christ that we are made free from our slavery to sin and that salvation is brought to the nations.